with Mike Greenberg, the podcast. All right, back and better than ever. Greeny presented by Progressive Insurance. Guests on the Goodyear Hotline. We're jam-packed today. We've got history made in the perfect place. We've got the player having the worst year imaginable. We've got Odell. We've got Micah Parsons. And Hembo has a problem with pajamas. All that and a whole lot more. Let's go. Here we go. Only one place to start. Up top to Curry. Quick release and splash. There it is. The best shooter the game has ever seen has cemented his legacy. No one has made more threes than Stephen Curry. And when you consider he has many more years in his career, he might be setting a record that may never be broken. That is the straight talk from 95-7, the game. The call last night as Steph Curry knocks down two threes in the first five minutes of the first quarter and in so doing becomes officially what we long have since known him to be, and that is the greatest three point shooter in NBA history. That's the Straight Talk brought to you by Straight Talk Wireless. No contract, no compromise. And I want to go directly to the assembled members of the hashtag crew today. Hembo is here with me and Nuno in the studio. I have no doubt, Nuno, you were watching that, watching your Knicks uh, and watching the garden crowd treat Steph like this was a home game in every way, which I did not have any problem with. But you strike me as the kind of person who might. What was your takeaway from last night and Steph breaking the record? No, I had no issue with that. It's history, right? It's um, it's not like when he's lighting up the Nets a couple uh, month ago and they're chanting MVP for him. It's completely different. Um, um, I I think of the fact that he should have been and he wanted to be a Nick. Like that's first and foremost. Like he made no qualms about he didn't want to be a Golden State Warrior. Um, so I think about that. I think about the fact that there was a time that they were contemplating trading him. It was either going to be him or Monte Ellis because he had all those ankle surgeries. Like that's what's amazing about Steph and and his accomplishments is he was he missed a lot of games early on because of his ankles and they were worried about that. And he's become an an iconic player, someone who's changed the game. I don't know for the better sometimes, at least the, with the younger kids trying to. Uh, act like him but he's he's done something to this game that not that very few have done well here's what i've said and and um i've made this point a lot the last couple of days and that was a a very measured response from a usually unmeasured person in nuno um and that is that steph curry i believe is the most transformational nba player since michael jordan i don't think any player has changed the game that doesn't make him the greatest player since michael jordan Kobe Bryant came since Michael Jordan. As of this moment, Kobe Bryant is still a greater player historically than Steph, in my opinion. Shaquille O'Neal came since Michael Jordan. Tim Duncan came since Michael Jordan. And most importantly, I suppose, for the purposes of this conversation, LeBron James came since Michael Jordan. All of those, in my view, right now, if I'm making a list of the greatest players in NBA history, I'd put all of them before I would get to Steph. That may not be the case by the time Steph is done. But there are a lot of different ways you can be important. Steph Curry has changed the game. He has transformed what basketball was. There was basketball before Steph, and there is basketball after Steph. And the last player I could say that about was Michael Jordan. That's an astonishing thing to say, but I think that you're absolutely right in that sense because the success that he brought the Warriors and the dynasty that they created 
was a kind of basketball, a brand of basketball that we had not seen. Jay Williams was on Get Up this morning and described, you know, the NBA being sort of isolation driven before Steph. And it couldn't be any different now in large part because of him and the success that they enjoyed. Something really stood out to me yesterday, Greeny, at the Garden. It was, this is not like a long-standing record. This is not, you know, 714 or, you know, 56 or any of the famous figures in sports. This is Ray Allen's three-point record that None of, none of us knew what the figure was before two weeks ago, and it's been in place for 10 years. It goes to show you, though, that Steph Curry's gravity within the game is extraordinary. I'm not sure there is any athlete in my lifetime, maybe aside from Derek Cheater, who, has, who is as beloved as Steph Curry. And you make a very important point, which is this record would not have gotten nearly the attention that it did if anyone else had broken it. It was the perfect combination of it was Steph doing it. Because if this was someone who just shoots threes and doesn't do a whole lot else, and that's a person who could make a lot of three-pointers in theory, then you're right. This is not one of these records that we hold dear. Um, And and to that point, (laughs) I I had to look up when did Ray Allen actually break this record. I was hosting a pretty big talk show at that time named Mike and Mike. I don't remember covering it. Wow. I don't have a record. I'm sure we did. Like, I'm sure we mentioned it, but I guarantee you we didn't, like, stop the show and just, okay, we're going to do nothing but talk about Ray Allen breaking uh, Reggie Miller's three-point record. That's wild. There's no way we did. No, definitely not. It just wasn't that kind of important. It was 2011. It it wasn't like, this wasn't 1962. (laughs) (laughs) So, I mean, it just, I remember it. And, and, And I'm sure it was a big deal. I'm not suggesting we didn't mention it. But I have no active recollection. I don't think we booked guests. Like, we're going to have Zach Lowe on today to talk about the significance of this and the meaning of it and everything else. We definitely didn't do that 10 years ago. It's Greeny presented by Progressive Insurance. Pet protection comes free with auto collision coverage. Visit Progressive.com. I'm disappointed that Nuno didn't fall into my trap because what I really want to talk about for a moment is how just magnificent I thought the spectacle was last night. And to commend the Garden, commend the fans, commend everybody for that night. I really wanted Nuno to have uh, urinated all over it, if you will. <laughs> no, 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 no. See, I, I'm trying to not to lose my cool when I watch the Knicks and just the disaster they've become mm-hmm. and watch the fact that I feel so bad for Kemba Walker. Yes, he's not going to give you anything defensively, and he struggled some offensively. But what's Evan Fournier's excuse? Two points? He's a complete and utter disaster. Okay, hold on, hold on, hold on. We're talking about Steph today. Can I make it clear? This conversation is about Steph Curry. And you've just turned it into Evan Fournier. <laughs> All right, so. I thought I was getting Evan. We're not, wasn't I supposed to be getting Steph Curry, a light Steph Curry with Evan Fournier and the $72 million they gave him? Right, so so here's, here, that's the beauty of Nuno. Wow. Is that last night at the Garden, the Mecca, the world's most famous arena, felt the way that building is supposed to feel. And that, in a way, it's a little sad that it so rarely has felt that way because of the home team for at least the last 20 years. There have been moments. I was there for a playoff game last year. It was fun. You go back to the 90s. I mean, that building, if I live to be 1,000, I I covered sports for seven years. And now I have talked about sports for the last 25 at ESPN, for the most part from the comfort of a studio sitting behind a desk like this one with a microphone. But I was actually out there covering this stuff for seven years, which isn't that long, but it was what it was. And without competition, the greatest environments I've ever been in, the most unforgettable games, 
were the games when the Bulls played the Knicks in the Garden. I was covering the Bulls then. And so, I mean, up there with the finals, nothing, nothing was greater than being in that building when that building was magic. And it reminded me of that last night. It reminded me of what it should be. It was spectacular. I commend everybody who was involved with it. I thought TNT did a great job with it. I, I, it just was as good as it could get. And having Alan there and having Reggie on the call, it just was the perfect storm of awesomeness. So for one night, the NBA had the, 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 the kind of magical moment that you dream about in sports, right? Like this was a dream scenario for the sport last night. You couldn't have written a story any more perfect than this. And the irony of it is that Steph Curry is two, three-pointers shy entering the game, and you know it's going to happen. That's what made yesterday so cool. Like, there's, there's never going to be a game in which, in all likelihood, Steph Curry doesn't make a couple threes. Right. So you, go, you, you spent $500 on StubHub yesterday to go to the game, to sit up in the nosebleeds, to see it, because you know it's going to happen. The buildup was extraordinary. It's not like you're waiting on someone to hit a home run. That might not happen over a full week or any other record like that. Right. Like the buildup uh, of yesterday was so cool because it was inevitable and it was happening there. It was like guaranteed. For sure. It was like you're guaranteed mm -hmm. to see history That's so cool. made tonight. That's right. Right. We slept up to Philly Saturday just in case he hit 10 of them. <laughs> 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 Stephen A. and Jalen and Michael and I are, you know, I'm on the Acela to, uh, to, to Philadelphia and, and to Wells Fargo Center mm -hmm. in case he went crazy and hit 10 three-pointers that night. So last night, special in every way. You know what else? It's time to say goodnight to that check engine light with the free AutoZone Fix Finder service. It'll help troubleshoot the likely cause of your light for free so you can drive with peace of mind. Restrictions apply. Get in the zone with AutoZone. Well, we have a million things working today. I have a lot more to say about Steph. We will. The history that was made last night, what it means, the relevancy of it to him and to the sport. So we have a lot to get to there. We also have just a terrible day in the NFL. The stuff that's going on is just awful. So we'll try and keep you abreast on all of that. Suffice it to say, one of the games on Saturday at this point, the NFL games, I think is at minimum in some jeopardy of, of having to be postponed. Um, so we will see. The, the COVID stuff is hitting the sport hard right now. So we'll have all of that and a whole lot more. Just settle in. We're going to be jam-packed for pretty much the next two hours. I'm Greeny, and this is ESPN Radio. Greeny, the podcast. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all carry around different stressors. I do, you do, we all do. Big, small. And when we keep them bottled up, as I sometimes have had happen in the past, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. It's helpful for learning positive coping skills and how to set boundaries. It empowers you to be the best version of yourself. It isn't just for those who've experienced major trauma. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. 
Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash Greeny, G-R-E-E-N-Y. This is Greeny. I'm presented by Progressive Insurance. Guest on the Goodyear Hotline. History made last night, and it was spectacular. We have much more to say about that in 30 seconds. After this word from ZipRecruiter, if you're a business owner, it can be tough to hire top talent for your team especially when you're competing with other businesses to find the right people. So how can you get the hiring edge? ZipRecruiter. Next key marketing manager, Erin Harchie, loves ZipRecruiter's invite to apply. She says, they get my job posting in front of the right people. I instantly see great candidates. I can invite them to apply to my job. See for yourself. Just go to this exclusive web address, ZipRecruiter.com slash G-R-E-E-N-Y to try ZipRecruiter for free. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash Greenie. Steph Curry. It's, it's hard to really put into words. You see the, the the polished product out there, but you know the the, the reps and, and that's gone into it over the you know, of course the journey and knowing how many teammates have been a part of this as well. So hopefully they can celebrate this as well. I think this record also kind of resembles you know the longevity of what I've been trying to do and you, you balance volume and efficiency for me. There's always a high standard that I set for myself. And, Oh, I got a lot of years left to do it, and uh, we'll see what happens. All right, so that was Steph last night with Scott Van Pelt on SportsCenter after breaking the all-time three-point shooting record, again, making official what we have long since already known, which is that he is the greatest shooter in the history of basketball. And we opened the show this morning by making the point that this player is a lot bigger than this record, which is to say this record last night isn't anywhere near the big deal it is if someone else breaks it. Now, if that's someone else's LeBron James or something, then sure. But Steph Curry, his popularity, his influence, his status as, I believe, the most beloved player in his sport in the world right now, I think elevates this record because it's one, if if a year ago you had said to someone, a pretty, a pretty knowledgeable, let's say a reasonably knowledgeable basketball fan, who has the record for most all-time three-pointers? They might have said Ray Allen, but they probably would have been guessing, right? Right, and there's no chance they would have known the exact number. No chance. No chance. I didn't know the exact number. When they put the hat on, I was like, oh, <laughs> so that's the number now. <laughs> like, it's not, it, you're right. It's not a magic number. And, and the players are the players you'd think they'd be. Like, Ray Allen broke the record held by Reggie Miller. And, like, it's a record that doesn't go back all that far because there haven't been three-pointers in the game all that far. Like, Jerry West didn't shoot threes when he played in the NBA. And, and, and so didn't a lot of other people. Rick Barry uh, who was a great shooter. I mean, a million different guys didn't get to shoot threes. So the record is terrific. And it's another thing to put in the arsenal of Steph's historical greatness. But I don't even think it's like one of the top most important things. That's the conversation to have. Let's make this straight talk brought to you by Straight Talk Wireless. Straight Talk Wireless, no contract, no compromise. What exactly is Steph? His legacy is fascinating to me as a lifelong lover of the sport, and I will be as transparent as I can be. Basketball basically is my favorite sport. I love the history of the game. That was the, the, the first sport I remember going to a lot as a kid. You know, and, and I guess because football, there's only so many games. You know, basketball, my dad would take me to the garden all the time when I was growing up, and I loved it. I loved it. I loved nothing more than being there. I loved the way the building smelled. I can still remember it. That was at a time when you could smoke cigars in a place like that. <laughs> and a lot of people don't like the smell of a cigar. I do. I, liked, I grew up smelling the cigars in Madison Square Garden and 
my dad would always wear a suit and tie to a basketball game because that's what people did then. People would be dressed. And, and it, was, it was a wonderful thing to do as a kid. So I love it. So I love the history of the sport. And what exactly is Steph? Because for a lot of his career, I feel like he was almost kind of a carnival act. Like, oh, watch this guy shoot from all the way down there. Well, he can shoot from all the way down there. How about that? Put a quarter in the machine and he'll shoot a 36-foot three for you. It'll go in. And then all of a sudden, he became one of the best players ever. And that was a transformation that took place mostly with us, not with him. I think it took place mostly in the game. So I looked this up for Countdown last week when we first started talking about Steph breaking this record. From the time Steph came into the league... At that time, the average NBA team took about 18 three-point shots per game. Today, the average team takes 35 and a half three-point shots per game. For, for all intents and purposes, it is exactly double what it used to be. Steph is part of that. He isn't the reason for it. He's part of it. The game has transformed because of people like you, Hembo. It's transformed because of analytics. Because people figured out, if I can stand over here and get three points for this shot... That makes it 50% better than the shot you're making over there. So unless you're going to make that one 50% more of the time than I'm making this one, that's a terrible shot, and this is a good one. Someone was going to figure that out anyway. Steph just happens to be the best ever at doing it. And he came together at the, he came at the perfect time in the perfect place. And Malcolm Gladwell wrote this whole book about how timing is so incredibly important. If the Beatles had come along at any other time, they wouldn't be the Beatles. If Bill Gates had come along at any other time, he wouldn't be Bill Gates. He couldn't have invented computers, if you will, because someone else would have. Someone had to be this guy, and Steph is this guy. But that is not meant to shortchange him. Because what he has done along the way is somehow become one of the greatest players ever. And for the life of me, I have no idea where to put that. Like Jalen Rose and I getting into an argument on Saturday night about this because Jalen Rose is telling me, if you right, right now in this era, LeBron James is clearly the greatest player of this era. If you look historically right now, no one's talking about Steph being on the Mount Rushmore of basketball, and we are talking about that with LeBron. LeBron James, amongst his contemporaries, is the greatest player historically. Is Steph next? Is that possible? I brought that up, and Jalen yells at me. If you go to a park right now, Every player down there is picking KD before they're picking Steph because he's a tall man. It's a tall man's game. That's fair. If I were choosing upsides, I might take KD too. But that doesn't mean he's a greater player historically. If you look at the accomplishments, Steph Curry has a really good argument to be the next best player of his generation. LeBron and then Steph. He's got two MVPs and he might win another. He's got three championships and he may win more. He's got this record. He's transformed the game, which I don't think it should be part of the discussion of your greatness. I don't know. Is Steph Curry the second best player of his, of his era, of his generation? Let me ask you a question, Greeny. Go. Steph is one of four players who have multiple MVPs, which you mentioned, multiple championships, which you mentioned, and multiple scoring titles. Throwing this record aside, do you know the other three players to do that? Well, you didn't tell me. You were going to have a really good trivia question for me. Right, let's see. Give me again. There are three other players or four? There are four? three other players with multiple championships, multiple scoring titles, and multiple MVPs. Steph has done it as well as three others. Okay. Well, so Michael Jordan obviously did it. Of course. So that's one. Mm-hmm. Multiple scoring titles, multiple MVPs, and multiple championships. I'm, 
So Bill Russell wouldn't have the, I'm just going back over the history of the game. Bill Russell wouldn't have the scoring titles. Right, that's where he falls short. How many times did Will Chamberlain win MVP? He has two rings. Was Will Chamberlain one of them? Will Chamberlain is another. Okay. I wasn't sure how many regulars. Oh, oh, and well, is it Kareem Abdul-Jabbar? It's Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. So so it's Michael Jordan, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, Will Chamberlain, and Steph? Sheesh. That's the whole list. I mean, that, that's a remarkable list. And, and, you know, Kevin Durant, he has one fewer ring. He won them both with Steph. He joined Steph's team. I don't want to relitigate this, but from the files of if you can't beat him, join him, he joined him and won his two championships there. Steph has another. And he's got two MVPs to KD's one. I don't know. Nuno, you're my vice president of basketball conversation. If someone said to you, is LeBron James, let's start with the, what, I, what I think is the more obvious question. Is LeBron James the greatest player of his generation? Uh, that would be a yes. Okay, fair enough. Who's second? I'm leaning towards Steph. The only guy that could change this is if Durant wins the, I think if Durant wins the MVP and wins a title with the Nets, I think that you can now have the discussion and I can see putting Durant ahead of him. Here's the thing. To me, there's a little bit of a sliver in there, which is, does Kyrie come back or not? If Durant wins another championship with James Harden and Kyrie Irving and they just run roughshod through everything, as they would have last year, I'll remind everyone, if those guys had been healthy, the Nets were on... What did the Nets beat Milwaukee in game two of that series? I'm, I'm doing this all over my head. I think it was 164 to nine. <laughs> Is that right? The score was something like that. They were going to humiliate them, and that was without a healthy James Harden. They were going to obliterate Milwaukee. That, they were, that wasn't going to be a series. That was going to be a sweep. What was the final score of the second game? 125 to 86. 125 to 86. But don't let the final score fool you. It wasn't particularly close. <laughs> so if, if that happens, if Kyrie comes back, and they win because they're just so much better than everyone, one of these quote-unquote super teams, would you still then elevate KD for that championship, Nuno? See, we don't need to be throwing these caveats in there. They're probably, I still think so because Durant is going to have to, and he carried them last night, and he's going to have to carry them to, into that, to put him in that position, right? Um, I still think without Durant, the Warriors don't win at least one of those titles. I think he made a he made a difference. Yes, he joined a Steph's team, but he made a difference and just put them so far ahead of everyone else that they played That's during right. that series. No one's arguing that. He was the MVP of both of those finals. But at the end of the day, true or not true, Giannis's one ring means more than the two KD one in Golden State. Yes or no? Oh, definitely. So that's a, that's it. So that's my point. So so Steph is the most difficult to place Player. So Hembo put together a little game of this guy or that guy. And, and I kind of like this. And by the way, you can be a part of Greeny Nation on the Dr. Pepper call-in line. ESPN Nation presented by Dr. Pepper. College football is heating up. Fans are hyped. Return to glory with Fansville by Dr. Pepper, the one that fans deserve. So you're going to give me a guy. And Nuno, I want you, you jump in if you strongly disagree with any of the answers that I give. So let me see if I understand the way this is going to work. You're just going to name a player. And you're going to ask me to say who's a greater player historically, Steph, or this person? Yes, but I just want to know, are you answering that question based on what Steph has done to date or what you are sort of projecting out his career to well, look like when it's all This game was your idea, so you tell me what I'm doing. What, what do you want? Which answer do you want? The latter. Which is? When it's all said and done. When it's all said and done, will Steph be a historically greater player than this person? That's correct. Okay, let's do it. Hakeem Olajuwon. 
See, I mean, if you're old enough to have seen Hakeem Olajuwon, he was so good. Is Steph going to be historically a greater player than Hakeem Olajuwon? I think the answer is yes. Olajuwon won the two championships when Jordan wasn't there. That should not... You can't take those away from him. And he was the best player in the league when it happened. He was also... I'm just doing this from memory. How many times was he the defensive player of the year? I mean, he 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 was extraordinary on both ends of the court. And that is a it's a weakness for Steph. I mean, if you're gonna look at Steph and you're gonna if you're gonna analyze him fairly from top to bottom, you have to point out that he's certainly I'm not sure what the word is. They have the, the old expression, a guy who can defend all five positions. Mm-hmm. He may be the guy who can defend none. Well, sure, but it's, are we going to give him then extra credit for averaging six and a half assists per game too? Yeah. he's not just a great shooter. No. That, to say that diminishes his all-time standing, in my opinion. He actually he actually gets a lot of rebounds too for a guy his size. He sure does. Strangely enough. I'm going to say when it's all said and done, he is going to be ahead of Hakeem Olajuwon. <laughs> okay. Let's point out where this is. Now I see your list. Mm-hmm. This is the NBA rank on ESPN.com. Yeah, so I just went to ESPN.com's most recent all-time NBA rank and just pulled the top you know, dozen or so players. So Because Steph was 13 Because on they had list. Steph 13 and they had KD 14. That was as of last March when they did so. Okay. And so you're just going to go through all the players who are theoretically ahead of him. Correct. So Olajuwon, he would jump him, he would be 12. How about Oscar Robertson? That's going to be tough. I mean, here's the thing. My dad, wherever he is right now, would find a way to get back here and hit me in the head if I put Steph Curry ahead of Oscar Robertson. He'd lose his mind. My father, whenever I tried to tell him that Michael Jordan was the greatest player ever, would say, Michael. And, and by that, he meant me, not Jordan. He would say, Michael, if you saw Oscar Robertson play, you would be having a different conversation. I can't speak to that. There's just a difference in my level of... I know all the numbers... With Oscar, you ask someone who watched Oscar play, and you would at this point have to be, when did he finish? In the early 70s. You'd have to be about 70 years old, mm-hmm. right, to have really seen Oscar. But you ask someone who's the most knowledgeable basketball fan who was 70 years old, I would be stunned if the overwhelming majority of them would not put Oscar ahead of Steph Curry almost no matter what Steph did. But that doesn't mean it's right. But I'm going to have a tough time with that one. Go. How about Shaq? Shaq was 10 on ESPN's NBA rank. God, that is so tough. You know, someone made a great comparison, and I forget who it was. I want to give them credit, and I can't remember who said it. But I, they made a comparison of Shaquille O'Neal and Steph Curry. And I actually bounced this off Shaq once, and he loved it. Shaq was on. It was probably Mike and Mike. I don't remember where I had him on. might have been this show. I don't remember when it happened. But I bounced this off Shaq, and he liked it. The idea is that Steph Curry had the same impact that Shaq did on opposing defenses, but it was inverse. So for every action, there's an equal opposite reaction. Shaq compressed defenses to the point that they broke because you had to pay so much attention to him near the basket. Steph has stretched them like a rubber band to the point that they snap, that you have to go guard him so far away from the basket that defenses are stretched beyond their ability to to be, to, the, the, to exist. So in that way, they're kind of similar. Having said that, I do believe historically, Steph can pass him. I do believe that. How many MVPs did Shaq win? Just one, I think. Just one. I think he won just one. I, I, I think st- that, that Steph has a chance to pass him. Keep going. Next on the list is Kobe at number nine. <laughs> this is impossible because Kobe... You know, I just posted this on Instagram the other day. Someone, they, they put up... Um, a Kobe moment, I forget what it was. And I said, 
there's going to come a time when I will be able to watch highlights of Kobe Bryant play basketball and I will be able to take joy in it and, and appreciate remembering the genius with which he played the game. I've not arrived at that point yet. I still feel nothing but sadness when I see him about what happened. And so I don't think I can fairly judge this. Like I, 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 there's no, there's no part of me that is going to sit here on this radio show right now and say, yes, Steph Curry can pass Kobe Bryant on the all time list. And if Kobe was still with us, I might feel differently. So I think I'm hopelessly biased on that subject. Go to the next one. Tim Duncan was number eight Oof. on NBA rank. Oh, that's a brutal one. I mean, how do you say who's greater, Steph Curry or Tim Duncan? How do you do it? Like, I don't know how you, how, how does one do that? You tell me. How does one do that? Are we just measuring accomplishments? Well, you're, me- you're measuring everything. That's the, that's the fun of this. I mean, it can't, it can Duncan only be won a- five championships? Mm-hmm. It can only be a little bit objective, can't it? I how mean, many regular season MVPs did Duncan win? He won two or three. Stand by. It was, because every time we do the, you know, every time we used to do the Duncan Kobe thing, I would always err on the side of Duncan. It's, you know, like you said, it feels a little different now. Right. And the names ahead of them, just because we're going to run short on time here, are Bird, Chamberlain, Magic, Russell, Kareem, LeBron, Michael. This thing, won- this thing had LeBron ahead of Kareem, huh? Duncan won two MVPs. I don't feel good about this list. I mean, and now that I'm looking at this rank, I don't feel good about a list that has Kareem third. But these are the collection of players that we should be talking about, It's the about, right, right group of people. Yeah. Right. That, that, so that's, that's more instructive than who ranks exactly where they rank. Maybe just the simple fact that we're having the conversation in the first place tells you everything you need to know. Like, we're... we're Am I doing the... Here's the question of the day. Where, where is it? Here's the question. You ask these questions. Greeny's question of the day. No, no. Is this the right question? Should we be talking about Steph Curry with the greatest players of all time? Should we be sitting here talking about Hakeem Olajuwon and Oscar Robertson and Kobe Bryant and Tim Duncan and, God help us, Kareem and Michael and, and, and having that conversation about Steph Curry? Is, 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 that, is that... Does it make any sense to you? I can see why we're doing it, but I think it's probably, I think the question is, is he the most or one of the most transcendent, and you've said it, uh, NBA players, and where does he rank as the, and we kind of touched it yesterday, as those point guards? I think at this point in time, he's probably just right behind Magic. Could he surpass Magic? Um, because I think when you start talking about Kareem and Bill Russell and things of that nature, you're going to get the old guys who, are gonna, as you were talking about your father, saying, "Hey, you never watched them, so what are you talking about?" So well, I think I, wa- that's, I watched Kareem. Well, <laughs> not Kareem, but Bill <laughs> yeah, Russell. Yeah, yeah. No, I'm I know you're you. old, but not, I wasn't saying you were that old. I understand what you're saying. I, it's it's just I think the mere fact that we're having the conversation two years ago, we would have laughed at this conversation. I think so. Right, two years ago, Steph Curry was still kind of a carnival act. Like he was this incredibly likable, you know, really great shooter who was in the right place at the right time on this really good team. I think this last year and a half has really elevated his standing to where you now have to acknowledge, and, and not, not that I do so begrudgingly, I love him. He's one of the greatest players ever. Like Steph Curry is one of the greatest players ever and at 33 is on the trajectory to keep that going. Speaking of the greatest players ever, you can listen to the Man in the Arena podcast, which is a 10-part series exploring the impact of sports on our everyday life through the lens of Tom Brady's career. It's brought to you by State Farm. It's available wherever you get your podcasts. Um, coming up next, we've got a bunch of different things I want to get to here today, including my favorite tweet of the day. I've I got to catch you up as well on what's happening in the NFL because um, it isn't good, but it is incredibly important 
important, and we will get to that after this word from Straight Talk Wireless. You know, 5G is here, but the big carriers want you to sign a pricey long-term contract to get in on the action. Well, not anymore, because Straight Talk Wireless has rolled out 5G coverage nationwide with plans starting at just $35 a month, no contract. You can get a Samsung Galaxy A32 5G for only $299, all on America's best networks. 5G coverage, 5G phones, less money. Straight talk wireless, no contract, no compromise. 5G capable device required. Actual availability, coverage, and speed may vary. We're back in a flash on ESPN Radio. Greeny, the podcast. For the ones who get it done, Granger offers high-quality supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. With everyone fighting for attention, how can your business stand out and connect with customers? Easy. Get Constant Contact. Constant Contact's award-winning marketing platform has helped millions of small businesses stand out, stay top of mind, and see big results. Fast. Constant Contact makes it easy to promote your business with powerful tools like email and SMS marketing, social media posting, and even events management. With Constant Contact, you'll reach new audiences, grow your customer list, and communicate more effectively to sell more, raise more, and fast-track growth. Don't know much about marketing? No sweat. Constant Contact's writing assistance tools and automation features help you say the right thing at the right time, every time. Plus, you can send with confidence, knowing your emails are actually reaching your customers thanks to Constant Contact's best-in-class 97% deliverability rate. Tackle any challenge with Constant Contact's expert live customer support. Plus, everything's backed by their 30-day money-back guarantee. So get going and start growing your business today with a free trial at ConstantContact.com. Just go to ConstantContact.com right now. Constant Contact, helping the small stand tall. ConstantContact.com. Greeny here reminding you, you can tune in to the ESPN Daily Podcast, which brings you a deep dive into a single story from one of ESPN's hundreds of reporters. It's presented by Supercuts. Download, subscribe, and review ESPN Daily, available wherever you enjoy your podcasts. Uh, when I decided to come back to the radio, which is now a year and a half ago, um, we made a concerted decision, and Nuno and I talked this over. I wasn't going to talk a lot about COVID, and and I didn't talk a lot about it. Haven't talked a lot about it on my TV show, Get Up, either, because I don't assume you want to hear a lot about that. Lord knows there's plenty of it if you're looking for it, and if you want to come here, it's because you want to hear mostly conversations like, is Steph Curry a better player than Akeem Olajuwon? As stupid and pointless as that conversation is, the stupid and pointless is the beauty of sports conversation. Um, but you can't avoid what's going on right now. So if you are just joining us, the Cleveland Browns play the Raiders Saturday afternoon. So they, they have actually one fewer day to try and get this thing worked out if they can. This is a critical game for the Browns. There is no game that will be played the rest of the way for the AFC North that is not critical, and it is one of the very few that their teams should be expected to win. And they now figure to be playing it without a bunch of players, including their quarterback and probably their head coach. The news today is that both Baker Mayfield and Kevin Stefanski have tested positive for COVID. Again, they play on Saturday. Let's deal in Baker for a minute. He would have to test negative twice between now and then to test himself out of that and onto the field. Can that, what is today, Wednesday? Can that happen? I guess it can, but it's, we got a problem. Stefanski has, is working remotely. They say he's feeling fine. 
Um, but it seems unlikely that he'll be there. Now, I would remind everyone, for whatever this is worth, Kevin Stefanski was, had COVID when this team made the playoffs last year, did not coach the playoff game, was not present when Cleveland went to Pittsburgh and won a playoff game in January. So they can win without him. I think you're better off losing your coach than your quarterback in a situation like this, although who feels like making a value judgment on that? We're talking about a very serious topic. So one way or the other, we got ourselves a mess here with the Browns, and it feels very real. Like, if you look at the numbers around the league, like I've just been watching this, you know, every now and again, Shefty will pop up, 27 cases today, 34 cases today. You know, remember last year when we were living with all these games getting moved and everything else. I mean, first thing, most important, knock on whatever you got near you. You just pray to God that all of these guys are fine and there's every reason to believe that they will be. Uh, they're young, healthy people. But uh, first and foremost, there's that fear. And then from the sports perspective, I, I think you'd be kidding yourself, Hembo, if you don't look at this and say, there's a real possibility we're going to start seeing games rescheduled and moved around. Yes. Yes, when, when, we, when the news broke today on Get Up, I had this very odd deja vu, the same feeling that I had pretty much every day, like Tuesday, Wednesday, I did last year when all the news of the positive tests were coming out. And I was just reminded, this thing is still with us. And the, the numbers we can cite here is that there have been at least 62 player positives in the NFL over the last two days, 62 over the last two days. And from the beginning of September through two weeks ago, it was 110 total. So yes, you're exactly right. The numbers are spiking like crazy. And obviously, as a fan of the sport, it's just it's tough to to, to process because even though we're even though we're not past it, it sort of felt like we had get, reached a good place. You're seeing you know full you know full capacity fans in the stands and all that stuff. It's just such a bummer, and I do think that it's going to impact the rest of the season a lot. Yeah, and and more protocol decisions are being made around the country, like here in New York, um, where they have updated and tightened or strengthened, whatever the word is, uh, mask mandates and things like that. It'll be interesting to see how, if at all, this impacts games and full stadiums and arenas and all kinds of other things. So, you know, I know this isn't what you want to hear me talk about. And believe me, it's the last thing in the world I want to talk about. Um, But I think we can't ignore the possibility that we have this problem in Cleveland and they're not the only team. There's a bunch. How many teams are in like the, the... Whatever the word is, whatever the next level of protocols that the, the league has, there I believe there were seven teams that were in that when we mm-hmm. woke up this morning, meaning they're all working remotely. They're not there, right? They're not That's practicing. Right. Yeah, a quarter of the league almost. A quarter of the league is not practicing. I mean, they're, they're doing stuff on Zoom all and on everything Zoom. else. And yeah. Look, I worry about, you know, my kids going back to college. I mean, I'm seeing some colleges are going to remote learning again. It's, it's like we've gone back 12 months. It's such a weird feeling. It's a terrible yeah. feeling. I mean, it leaves you with just a sort of a – an empty feeling in the pit of your stomach. And I, I will tell you, just as a person, it is disheartening. And, um, you know, if you've been listening to me, to, a, for a, to me for a long time, then, you know, maybe just us having this conversation, if it makes you feel good, I, makes you feel a little better, just knowing that you're not alone and feeling this way, like it's, it's, it's disheartening. You know, I, 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 I don't, I pride myself on usually knowing the right thing to say in a given situation. I really have no idea what the right thing is to say. In this circumstance, um, we can. I, I am one who follows this stuff closely, so I can say that some of the international data suggests that the news, I think, on balance is good about the lethality of, of what we should be expecting to happen to us next 
and uh, and how quickly it might run through the population. But that doesn't make me feel a whole lot better right now. No, certainly not. And the, the, the what's really ashamed is for for much of this year, for me at least, speaking personally, sports have been something of a respite, have been s- sort of a refuge from all of this. Because obviously last year, this was this dominated all of us. Yeah. And so to have... Like, I mean, as a huge sports fan myself, as you are, like sports are what feel familiar and comfortable and normal. And for us to be going sort of back to this again, it's just like you said, it's just like such a it's such a bummer. There's really no good way to say it. But that's, at least that's how I feel as a, as a fan who loves. Well, sports. that's what we will try to continue to provide for you. So I got an hour left here and I'm going to talk about sports. So we're going to do sports for the last hour on this show where our guests join us on the Goodyear hotline with you for every mile on the road to greatness. Goodyear more driven. Zach Lowe. In the Thanks next for hour. listening ESPN to Greeny the podcast. You can listen live each weekday morning at 10 Eastern on ESPN radio and see it with the video on ESPN plus also catch Greeny on get up weekday mornings at eight on ESPN and also available wherever you get your podcast. Robert half research indicates nine out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert half our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today.